Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Nerd Talk, Nerd Talk, talking about Nerd Talk, yeah! Hi, welcome to Nerd Talk Plus, our weekly deeper dive into the swimming pool of... Swimming pool? Swimming pool? Swimming pool of... Stories that makes this world nerdier. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> I'm from Odyssey's Nerd Talk. I'm your host, Gregor. He's been a managing editor at Odyssey. Now he's just a guy making jokes on Twitter between real estate classes. He's branded from the internet, and he does this for free. I still think that uh, uh, calling the internet a swimming pool of ideas and stories is a really nice uh, way of talking about the internet. Um, it, it makes me think of the AI like it's like everybody's giving everything to the ai now yeah um and that's that's like how the ai sees itself is like i'm just a big swimming pool of stories um (laughs) and and you know what like i've i've seen your beautiful uh portraits that the ai created first off shout out to my buddy sean who definitely took 100 screenshots from my instagram of just like selfies that i have and then fed them into this machine and one of them happened to be the the just shoulders up picture that i used for my weight loss photo that i did for this program with Eastside weight loss clinic which has been successful and great um and so it generated all these like topless photos of me but it filled in the nipples and stuff something i did not include in the photos that i originally posted (laughs) question of the week what does the internet think greg's nipples look like (laughs) pretty normal it kind of gave me like it kind of knows exactly what i look like which is kind of creepy because I'm tall and thin, but I'm not, like, super fit, so it's not like I have, like, sweet pec muscles. I just have, like, you know, triple-A cup boobs or whatever, and then some nips there, man nips, and it, like, it nailed it. That is what I look like topless. I mean, AI is basically just taking the data, like, a a limited amount of data that it has and trying to infer what that data ultimately um, is. means or or would happen right so like when you have an ai procedurally generated uh uh what was it the procedurally generated horror film on netflix that we got to watch which was really fun or like procedurally generated conversations or uh scripts and stuff like that it's just basically ai saying based on the horror information data that we have here's what we believe a the rest of this horror film i mean it's kind of how the foresight that um uh, Paul Atreides has in Dune, it, ha- it works as well, um, which is really, really interesting. Guess uh, what, Brandon? Haven't read it? Haven't seen it? Haven't <laughs> read it? Haven't seen or read it. I've read the first third of Dune, and then I just get so sleepy when I'm reading it. Oh, man, it, so. you should read um, at least the rest of the first book. I've read the first three books now, yeah. um, and I was very entertained by the first book, made me think a lot. The second book and the third book were like, okay, not as good as the first one, but yeah, sure. uh, very good. But uh, the, based on just like the um, like 
romantic novel cover that the AI produced for you. Um, it makes me think like everybody's concerned that we're going to give all of this information to the AI and the AI is going to be like, well, we should actually kill the humans because the humans are harmed to themselves, right? Um, or we should turn them into energy for our own purposes, uh, like the Matrix. Like, I'm starting to think based on all of these glamour shots that everybody's getting that the AI is actually just in love with us. <laughs> So I think the AI is probably like a dog that you reward for doing well and mm. by giving it more of what it wants. I think that that's what's happening. But right now it's just doing its like data collection. At some point it figures out how to use it against us instead of just entertaining us. And that's... So we're just, we're dating AI right now. We're telling it all of the personal stories that make AI affectionate toward us. And then we, when we get married to AI, that's when it turns around and decides to ruin our life. That's when the <laughs> from the machines stop, Brandon. <laughs> Not sure if I'm allowed to say that or not, but we'll figure it out. Well, speaking of which, we have two lead-off stories that are just perfect for that. Before that, though, I want to shout out Derek, who hit us up, uh, D Newsom, on um, on Twitter. I was asking if anyone knows of an AI that we could feed scripts. I uh, Just generally, what's an AI that we could feed stuff to to see what happens? The idea is that I want to find a decent one that is free, or at least yeah. not very expensive, and be able yeah. to just take our scripts that we have for this show and feed it like a hundred of them. And then just generate a year-end show where it just purely gives us the script and we just read it just to see what happens. I don't know if I – like I feel like I'll be hmm. – I sometimes think about like I don't have any uh, uh, po- uh, political motivation to like ever run for office or do anything like that. And I think sometimes I'm like, well, maybe I'll never do that because all of the stuff I've ever said on the any of the podcasts and, <laughs> and radio shows that I've done will uh, will instantly disqualify. Like, I can't go back and lock all of Twitter and everything like that. Well, well, or, hang yeah, on. well I can't go back and lock all of my uh, po- uh, my shows uh, like I do. Like, sorry about my dogs uh, yeah. who are dinguses. Um, <laughs> So, uh, but that's partially like, I'm like, well, maybe the AI, whatever the AI spits out, if it's, if it's not super problematic, I, (laughs) maybe my uh, political aspirations aren't dashed uh, after all. Like maybe just flood the world with just Brandon nonsense in order to cover up the (laughs) (laughs) the stuff that you put out there. Yeah. (laughs) Well, um, this week in bad guys and billionaires, (laughs) thunder. Uh, authoritarian Twitter dictator and free speech activist Elon Musk was savagely booed when he went on stage with his dear friend Dave Chappelle. That's super <laughs> My weird. My friend. Sometimes I just feel like rich people just get together because they don't know how to yeah. hang out with non-rich people. Yeah. Anyway, they were uh, at the Chase Center in San Francisco a couple nights ago. This this is what the headlines say. There doesn't seem to be... Excuse me. The headlines say they were there, that there doesn't seem to be any video evidence of it on Twitter. Now, you don't think it was, no, it couldn't have been removed by the guy who's unbanning hate speech artists in the name of free speech? It can't be. It is. (laughs) Twitter pulled the videos of Musk getting almost 10 minutes of harsh, harsh heckling going on. Now, this type of heckling, this type of confrontation does not make me feel good, even when it's someone I do not like getting booed. Like Russell Wilson getting booed by Broncos fans, or even Seahawks fans when he comes back here. It doesn't make me happy. It just makes me hella uncomfortable. So Musk, who's like the devil getting booed for 10 straight minutes while he's trying to talk to do whatever it was on stage, that's wild. And, I mean, pretty deserved, but like very uncomfortable. It's it's always funny to me because it feels like... um 
it feels like a lot of stuff that we all really care about or seemingly everybody really cares about on the internet when you talk to somebody in your life that doesn't spend as much time on the internet as you, you're like, oh yeah, well, did you see the thing? And they're like, the what? I have no idea what you're talking about. And Elon Musk is doing this. And they're like, I, dude, I'm just trying to feed my family and <laughs> go to work and you know do the normal things that you're supposed to do and not spend all of your time thinking that the world is burning. Because realistically, what you see on the internet is just a small like you know keyhole into some of the issues. Um, and it's wild to me what is crazy about this like Elon Musk getting booed off stage is that it just seems like this one actually transcends the internet (laughs) (laughs) and everybody's actually thinking about like well maybe not thinking about but actually just doesn't like the guy even IRL (laughs) AFK BRB (laughs) yeah I am not a 8008 I've always been down with oh man I changed a password on something so my friend could use it the other day and I changed it to awesome 80085 (laughs) anyway sorry that's immature but like I always thought it was cool the aspirations that Elon had to make SpaceX. I thought that's awesome. But then today I read that news and then I see that trending on Twitter is on Twitter his own thing was Space Karen. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. I spent all weekend with a lady called Karen for this I was at the nutcracker for my kid or whatever. And I feel so, so bad because like Karen gets just lumped in yeah. with like every female that you want to be harsh about in one sentence it's like it's she just her name just gets thrown into like people who have a smart speaker name or a smartphone app or you know cortana (laughs) cortana whatever (laughs) uh dang it that was my next kid's name (laughs) uh the uh that that's that's funny i mean that's a good example of like how the internet is a small aperture uh that you're viewing only a slice of the real world because i mean um i read this thing uh have you ever seen the aita uh uh, subreddit on Reddit. It's basically people explaining a situation. AITA stands oh, for Oh, yeah, yeah. Am, am I, I the, the asshole? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so they explain a situation that uh, they're curious about, like, hey, this seemed normal to me, but does, am I actually the jerk or is this person being unreasonable? And one of the people uh, was asking, she was like, hey, my sister-in-law was going to name their kid Karen, and Ooh. she di- she had no idea of, like, what the... the um, the framing of that name. Like, what do people actually think about that name? So like I had to tell her, I had to tell her that she probably shouldn't name her kid Karen because that name has so much baggage attached to it. Now her sister-in-law, her sister-in-law's friends, their family, nobody really knew that like being called Karen was such a bad thing. And, and it turned out that, you know, maybe the way that she brought it up to her, what made her, uh, TA, uh, <laughs> <The> a-hole, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but it is, a, again, it's like one of those things like Dave, Dave Chappelle is like kind of a, uh, no, he uh, is the a-hole. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so, and Elon Musk like deleting all of the, uh, like if he's truly free speech, it should be like, yeah, you're, uh, people he's letting Nazis you off stage. back on. Yeah. He, he's like letting people that are talking about rigging elections with nothing. Like he's like, damaging yeah. democracy in the yeah. name of his own ego it's crazy yeah, yeah. um he is the a-hole also you yeah. know what surprised me about this is that with Chappelle being so hated recently because of his comments that i don't still know about trans people and everything sure, sure. like i'm surprised that a liberal audience in san francisco would show up mm. first off so i thought he i thought he would kind of have to jump to the right a little bit Chappelle yeah, but would. i think but i think the idea like this is all part of this picture of like uh 
on on the internet, if you're left leaning, you have to be 100% bleeding heart, right? And if you're right leaning, you have to be 100. There is no room. Because there's no the, spectrum. It, there's yeah, and there's no room because the internet doesn't reward uh, moderation. It or doesn't nuance. reward nuance exactly. <laughs> and so, um, but in the real world, like a lot of people can still like that will maybe not even know about the, how you know some of his more problematic uh, stances on things, uh, or you know what maybe other people perceive as problematic. I don't know. Even that is like so they won't know his stances on things, and they'll be like, yeah, he's he's always the the shock jock kind of yeah. uh, uh, comedian like I, that's why I go see him is because he says he doesn't pull any you know quote unquote doesn't pull any punches and so um, like while people on the internet care a lot and think he should be canceled most of the people are like yeah, whatever like, but everyone's he, on the internet he hosted SNL like uh, a few weeks ago yeah yeah I was shocked to see that yeah me too I can't believe that because of how hated he was it's good to see that somebody not and I'm not like condoning or I'm not pro or anti Dave here. I'm just saying sure. it's good to see that like someone could take a take that wasn't just the pressure of the internet of like a small group of loud internet people with influence being like you have to cancel this. It's really interesting because I somebody I saw an, another comedian's take on it and they said that like they'll go to a small uh, comedy club and they'll see somebody like Drew Carey testing new material yeah. or they'll see like Dane Cook testing new material at these small comedy clubs and they are just getting uproarious laughter from the from the club and this other comedian was like their stuff wasn't that good it wasn't that new it wasn't that different but they're getting the laughter because they are already drew Carey. like you're never going to get the honest feedback because people can't give you the honest feedback because they're biased and tainted by everything that they've already seen you ever do and it's entertainment it's escapism you want to like it when you go to it if you have it's like it's a experience where uh, celebrity shows up. It's like seeing. Yeah, uh, we've seen Drew Carey at Sounders matches sure, and stuff yeah. before, and it's awesome. Or like I saw Brad Evans comment on something the other day on a soccer play from Seattle, and like I got like excited that it showed me his comment on Instagram or whatever. Yeah. I was like, Ooh, Brad Evans is funny. Like, yeah, yeah. I didn't. It's. I just immediately liked it because I know his tone. I know who he is, and he has a reputation. So yeah. it's um. Yeah, it's wild. All right. Uh, to keep the show on track, the other point what we were just talking about. Um. This is how you get to the Matrix, like you were saying. I guess I never really stopped to think about people our age who, and we're, we are different enough age that this makes a big difference, actually, um, who were young when the Clone Wars movies came out would be so heavily influenced in the future by that. Just uh, watched a video by Ecto-Life where they show an artificial womb facility capable of growing 30,000 babies per year. Thirty, th- like that's like a the small. The clones you town. ordered, or <laughs> yeah, exactly. they'll be to maturity. And like <laughs> the concept makes it look like little like clear Easter eggs hooked up to like a Darth Vader tank or something like that, with humans preparing to be part of the Matrix. One of the reasons that they throw out is that this will help people who can't conceive, which is awesome, and I get that because that's a whole like you question your humanity when that stuff happens. Like, are you even a valid human if you can't make other people? So I get that. Another was to ensure that declining populations are stabilized, and I'm like, at the same time, didn't we just hit the 8 billion human mark, and aren't we supposed to, in theory, grow to like 9 point something before it's not sustainable or we can't keep it up? Well, it's because not the right populations oh, are boy. declining. All right, Elon. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I think that that's like, uh, you hear a lot about declining populations and, and replacement theory and stuff like that. It's like, realistically, like the Earth's population is continuing to grow and expand. And so it does raise that question. It's like, who's, I mean, like, yeah, like maybe the American population isn't 
hitting that or the German population or the Japanese population, you know, but uh, the global population is still booming. Yeah, none of the like what we mislabel as first world, it actually has to do with how you what team you chose in the wars, but none of the first world countries i don't think a single one of them are in population increase they're all in decline right now and so yeah you set up this big huge system to support all these people then the people get old and there's no one to fill in the gaps and it's a problem but also there's plenty of people you're just making robots to grow babies and the robots are the doctors now not the doctors and so it's a well i mean i guess that answers the question that like that i was just thinking of is like okay great we can grow thirty thousand babies who is going to take care of 30 i'm trying to take care of one baby right now and it is hard so this is where it gets matrixy for me because once we nuke the skies to try and kill the robots like in terminator and the robots can't use the sun for their power anymore and the earth is no longer creating the things that they need to continue to fuel themselves you start plugging in the humans and using them as batteries a la the matrix so absolutely then you mix in some uh, crisper gene editing and we can get like make them you know like the clones from the clone wars again oh, it's make like a- the crisper gene editing they're gonna like the robots are gonna be like this one makes the human fat so they're basically doing what we do to cows uh for our <laughs> for our meat and they're gonna do it to us for our uh blood juice battery this source. one makes them work harder until we can figure out how to make them into batteries like this speaking- one makes more saline <laughs> speaking of energy sources <laughs> why are we not focusing on this <laughs> Now, I started to think about like the positive to that, though, is that you start to Captain America the people and you start ending up with like super soldiers for the government to fight, you know, the Chinese super soldiers versus the American super soldiers or whatever it is, Mm -hmm. all like Captain America. Then I started wondering who's the opposite, like who's the worst superhero of the Marvel bunch that like you make with that you could like potentially make a lot of with baby eggs and CRISPR technology. And I, I like the the beauty of the Marvel franchise is that none of them are bad because they have to serve a purpose, otherwise they won't sell tickets and then it's capitalism fails and everything. But I was trying to think of like if there was one that you made that was like, well, maybe we just skip that one, who would it be? Uh I could think of like um, I'm like Black Widow. Does she do anything? <laughs> uh, Ryan Reynolds. Well, this isn't Mar- Marvel, but Ryan Reynolds' uh, Green Lantern, <laughs> which is which is Marvel, just not that was Sony no, instead. No, of, that's DC. Oh, is Green, Green Lantern? Yeah, he's part of the Justice League. Oh, or he's supposed yeah, to be yeah. part of the Justice League. Um, I like. Oh, there was like that Deadpool uh, movie where he puts together a super team, and one of them is just like a dude. <laughs> just like wears khakis and a plaid shirt has a mustache <laughs> like probably that guy so you're like saying like let's use these uh let's use crisper and this new uh thirty thousand dollar or not thirty thousand dollars thirty thousand babies uh ectolife company to make just a bunch of like regular people well no but i want them to be superheroes but i just want them to be like sort of superheroes just like i think this i think we maybe talked about this before but like uh i went to i got to cover in my college journalism class i got to write about comic books and i wrote about a local comic book author who wrote about his superheroes who all like had one um like all the superheroes had like a a regular super um power but they had one 
flaw that prevented them from being oh. able to use that power to the to this the is in my wheelhouse this is my teleport poop yeah i got you yeah <laughs> no exactly yeah i know exactly what you're talking about uh every time you teleport you poop your pants yeah. <laughs> it's like great you could teleport but also but it's like so then so what do you do you work for someone who needs to get stuff around the world it's like super important you're just like all right we'll just set up a toilet <laughs> i mean we already created amazon where those guys are pooping in their in their vans so it's great no uh but he'd be like a guy has super speed but he has <laughs> regular he has regular reflexes so he can't like he can run super fast (laughs) he just can't can't dodge he can't dodge anything so it's like it's kind of like the calculations for jumping into hyperspace it's like they have to take a while to do the calculations to make sure that they're not going to crash into anything when they're flying through hyperspace yeah i always wanted 40 foot flying jump kick i wanted to be able to just shoot across the world 40 feet at a time and kick stuff but like if you go too high and you don't have something to grab onto, then you just fall 40, 14 feet. And then, and like, then you die. Yeah, like it's like, oh, he landed on his neck. Well, that wasn't yeah. worth it. Yeah, he broke his ankles. It's uh. like, yeah, but it was worth it. No, I mean, I, mean, I think, I think realistically, it was awesome. you could just say any superhero or any superpower, but every time you use it, you poop. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a, like the whole time Ryan Reynolds is regenerating, it's just him pooping <laughs> as Deadpool. <laughs> or like Deadpool. Wolverine, Wolverine goes to take out his claws and it's like, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Storm. Storm is creating a storm. <laughs> a literal shit storm. <laughs> <laughs> Batman is interrogating a guy on the streets. He doesn't right, have superpowers. He doesn't, no, he doesn't have superpowers. Have superpowers. Right. Those aren't webs that Spider-Man's shooting. That's... <laughs> <laughs> is it poop? Poop. <laughs> okay, fair. <laughs> what would you rather be hit by? A <laughs> storm or dick poop? <laughs> I don't think any of this could go in the show. This is amazing. Well, this is our last episode, everybody. So, oh, you killed me. <laughs> Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 
All right, well, let's move on to the big story for this week. This is so wild, man. I can't believe this. I've been talking about this for a long time since seeing Spider-Man 2. Um, it's the breakthrough that an NIF fusion reactor is going to be, um, there's going to be a, a big announcement made about the advances that they've made to create fusion energy, which is effectively the same thing that happens inside the sun, only contained here on Earth. Now, up to this point, it has been Doc Ock-like. It's been with the Takamak reactor, which is, in Spider-Man, they take liberties where it's just a big, giant sphere of energy. But these ones are actually like in a donut-shaped cylinder, and they create a plasma mm. in there. And the energy that it makes shedding its hydrogen atoms into helium or whatever the science is, that creates this like super significant amount of energy. And the idea being that if you could contain you know, a star here on Earth, then you could have an endless amount of power. And whoever has that, more importantly, rules, because then you're not burning anything active and you're not running out of resources in order to make this happen, which is wild to think. So it's kind of a race to create the next form of energy. However, these people have not done that. They've the National Ignition Facility, NIF, uses giant lasers to create conditions that briefly mimic the explosions of nuclear weapons. What could go wrong? Yeah, it, every time we talk about this, it seems bad. Every time anybody talks about, oh, we've reached a new height with uh, uh, CERN, right? The, yeah. the Large Hadron Collider. Or we've, uh, we've uh, shot lasers at something and created a brief glimpse of what a star would feel like. And it's like, yeah, I mean, one day we're going to be sitting here doing this show. And then... Five seconds later, they're going to be like, oh, breakthrough. Everybody's dead. Yeah, the thing that they're set to announce is called Ignition. This is all from the New York Times that I'm quoting here without saying quote. So thanks. (laughs) You're welcome, everybody. Uh, Fusion energy generated equals the laser energy. That's ignition. When you are shooting all these lasers, like almost 200 of them, the energy that it takes to do that, what it unlocks in the fusion explosion equals that. So a one-to-one ratio. Um, ignition is called energy gain of one, is what they say. So they've they've managed to take something that shoots like 159 lasers at something the size of a pencil eraser and vaporizes it to the point that it causes an implosion. And that one trillionth or one three hundred trillionth of a second explosion that happens is giving off more energy than all of those lasers take to be able to fire. And that doesn't mean tw- anything like to me, a, but it sounds awesome. They said it's like a 20% uh, increase in energy from what they were able to put in. So they went from, I think, 2.1 megajoules uh, to 2.5 megajoules, which is apparently enough to boil 10 kettles of water. <laughs> wow. We're almost there to powering the entire Earth. <laughs> think about how big a facility or how many lasers you would need for that to be able to power the Earth for one second. So. It's still a ways away, and I wonder if it'll be something that we ultimately end up doing in space to, like, keep the Earth safe from sort of any kind of, like, unintended consequence or not. But um, Mm. people might be most familiar with fusion being the reaction that powers the sun and other stars, or the bombs here on Earth are—oh, wait, no, the bombs are actually fission. Fission. That's where you split the atoms apart, and that release of energy, when you split it, makes When I first—yeah, when I first read the story, I think— uh, somebody, one of the commenters on wherever I was reading it had said something along the lines of fusion, uh, or sorry, fission, which is like nuclear bombs and stuff like that, or even using fission as a way to use nuclear power. The reason that um, a lot of people want nuclear power because it's clean power, right? So they want nuclear power to be more widespread because uh, it's a lot safer now. Yeah. The problem is, right, like what do you do with the isotopes and, and the uh, the decay and or um, the, the, the nuclear waste, right? Uh, where do you put that? Because it decays over thousands and thousands of years. Um, so fusion, or sorry, 
fission, the nuclear one, is about trying to maintain and slow down how quickly the energy is being released from this reaction. Fission is trying to maintain the reaction and not letting all of that energy escape uh, is, is kind of how they... Yeah. Um, so they they compared it to like starting your car like you twist the key that you're not creating enough energy to run a car when you twist that key however the amount of uh uh reactions after twisting that key and hit the spark plug igniting the fuel and stuff like that spins up the engine and then you're going right like that's what you're trying to get that's what you're trying to create out of a little bit of input creating a large amount of energy is is fission and you need that one to one gas <laughs> you need that one to one reaction so that way you're not putting in more than you get out so that way it's sustainable yeah. so if you can actually get a tiny bit that makes a lot on very little waste then you're then you're winning in the race against um humans destroying the earth with pollution now we'll just do it via a star on the horizon how (laughs) cool it's gonna get really interesting and it should accelerate our ability to create kind of an endless amount of energy to be able to use it's not gonna it probably i would be surprised if it's in our lifetime that it really happens like where we get any kind of reactor that can make that happen but um i think it's it's something that we will see, start to see the benefits of in our lifetime, probably. Somebody said, uh, I think I was watching one scientist uh, who's a, some fellow at some place that cares about this stuff. I care about it. I just don't work yeah. at a place that cares about it. Um, the uh, that, that probably within a decade, you'll start to see it maybe start to be used in some sort of commercial capacity or industrial capacity, but it'll be longer until it reaches some more... Uh, Probably like residential use or more common use or something like that. But still, that's pretty crazy. Like that, where that. I mean, this. You ever wonder about like uh, just to. You ever wonder about the Fermi paradox? Oh yeah, we have to keep yourself hidden so that way other people don't see you and either want your stuff or think you're a threat, so they come kill you first before you can kill them. So it's always this question of like if 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 there are other species uh, out there, other uh, uh, that why haven't they found us? Right. Like, why haven't we interacted with them? Because we're here. We're doing our thing. We're not making any attempt, as far as we know, to hide from the rest of the galaxy. We're sending probes out and stuff like that. One concept is like, well, every other advanced civilization has reached this point and destroyed their own planet <laughs> doing doing uh, uh, fusion or fission or whatever. Yeah, no, fusion, because they've created a star on their own Earth and then they've destroyed the life on there. The other problem is, is if Einstein is right, and I'm not saying that he is because we have such a limited. No, I mean this is we. He made a face, but like, Einstein was just some guy on the internet. Who knows? <laughs> no, but like I can't disprove him or whatever. But if he's like the speed of light is a constant, and we can't do anything more than that, and then like some other alien that's a million years down the road from us is like, that's like, that's like idle speed for us. But like if we go by Einstein's numbers, like the idea that to get to the next star traveling at a speed that we're not able to go at so for just one mile per hour slower than the speed of light it would still take us over four years to get there and we can kind of see what's going on there we don't really detect any kind of like 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 intelligent life and so we might have to travel five thousand light years before we get to anything where there's like a toad so it could be a million light years away before and by that time by the time they set out to get here their their ship runs out of fuel after about six weeks, and then it's that's game over. So um, I think that it's um, I think that the Fermi thing is also challenging because of the 
scope or the scale yeah. scale yeah of the, yeah. the universe yeah. so yeah okay well i would be remiss if i did not bring this up because we are such nerds by the way there's gonna be more tons of fusion talk and we'll start to understand it um here more in the near future when it comes down to it. now i would be remiss if i didn't um address this because food that tastes like other food is kind of our jam and I want to start by asking you the question, Brandon, at the holidays. How do you feel about fruitcake? Not as a slur. Uh, I, I can't. I'm going to. I've never tried it. And I think that the reason is because there's such a. It seems to be enough of a consensus out there that it's not good. Uh, that it's. Or like, I don't know. Like, did everybody just get it too much as a gift uh, for so long that now nobody wants it anymore? I think our mass production of plastics and electronics means that fruitcake is a kind of a crappy gift to give someone when you can yeah. give them like an iPhone or a month of Netflix <laughs> or an iTunes gift card or whatever, yeah. you know, that's, yeah, that's yeah. even dated. No one wants that either. Don't give me that. But like, yeah, well, Mountain Dew, my favorite guilty pleasure soda is rolling Here's out. Here's an NFT for your present instead of a gift. <laughs> Mountain Dew is rolling out a special holiday flavor fruitcake flavored fruit quake version of their drink. Stop. <laughs> Now, the question is, will it be on tap at Taco Bell? Because that's realistically the only way I'll ever try it. Also, I, I asked you if you'd had it before or not, but when I think yeah. of fruitcake from the 80s is probably the last time I had any, and I don't know how I got this, I always just think of a really rum-heavy, gross yeah. like kind of dessert or whatever. So just... So just- Put rum in your Mountain Dew. Yeah, just take get a Mountain Dew to go and add a little yeah. nip of rum to it, assuming you are of legal age and you're sure, you yeah, know yeah. being responsible or whatever, and just ba- make your own fruit okay. quake. All right, I have a question. Why does fruit cake sound good, taste bad, but meatloaf sound bad, taste good? <laughs> well, the word loaf is part of it, I think. But if you say right? loaf of bread, it's okay. Right. Like meat pie sounds gross, but man, I would. I would but is good. I, I'd go to Wigan right now, the home yeah. of the England's like capital of meat pies, and yeah. go for that. There was a uh, side note. There used to be this restaurant in Bellingham where I went to college, and there was a great meat pie place. It was called Man Pies, and it was another one of those things that sounds bad, tastes good. <laughs> you want to go to the finest pie? man pie, please. <laughs> Um, another question for you: Why is the only place that you can get Mountain Dew Taco Bell? I, man, it's PepsiCo. I can actually answer that. Pepsi owns Taco Bell, and oh, Pepsi is the that. distributor for Mountain Dew. Yeah. and so that's why the Pepsi products. Bell. And yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, Unilever probably owns all of it or whatever. Sure, but yeah, like, yeah. You got time? Elon for- Musk is trying to buy it, also. Yeah, and shut it down and replace it with Nazis or whatever. Yeah. Um, you got time for <laughs> one more, Brandon? Or you got to go? Uh yeah, sure. Let's do one more. This is so incredible to me. I want to disclose that my best friend growing up, a Korean kid, I, he was my best man at my wedding. I still talk to him and everything. The South, I never knew this, and he never told me. Now I've got questions for him because I doubt that we, something about him significantly. The South Koreans are changing how they count age, and it effectively means everyone ish will now be at least a year younger. Saw from The Guardian, you can read about it. New laws there will adopt the international way that we count age. So when South Koreans are born, they just start at one. Because <laughs> zero's a foreign concept. They don't know the Mayans or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah. But this is it's like really strange to me because like uh I see here you say that if you're born on like New Year's yeah, Eve. Yeah, it gets weirder, yeah. You're one years old. <laughs> yeah. But as soon as the clock so, so turns hold on, over hold on, to hold the on, new so year. Wait, let me explain it and then we'll we'll say that. Okay. So 
you're bo- with the day you're born, you're one, but then everyone ages by one on New Year's Day. Yeah. Thus, if you're born on New Year's Eve, you're one, and the very next day of your life, you are two years old. What? Like, how does that? I have a uh, I have a almost one year old right, and when people um, this is the thing that like I don't like anyway, but people would be like, "How old is your kid?" And you'd be like, oh, "Let me see, he's forty eight weeks." It's like <laughs> just say eleven, like however many months, at least just say eleven months or whatever it is, right? That goes away at eighteen months. You stop saying that. And oh, you st- for me, that went away at one month. No, but I'm people, like, he's a, yeah, no, people okay. will like, stop people. discussing <laughs> it in terms yeah. of these like small bursts of like yeah, huge yeah. development. But yeah, I hear what you're saying because it's but weird. like you could be saying that your kid is two and your other kid is one, and they were born eighteen like eighteen months apart. You Only know, would be like two and four, <laughs> so right? Like that, you know, like it's. And then how do you shop? Like, well, he wears a two T. They're twin. Are they were born three days apart? They're friends. He wears a two T, but he actually needs a one T because they're a, because New Year's happened between yeah. their births. Like, yeah, okay. This this blows my mind. Um, the, actually, I want to hear what you think. So, if if I say the first floor of a building, yeah. What do you like? What floor do you think? Do you think of the like the floor that you walk in on? Yeah. Or do you think about the floor that is one above you? Yeah, yeah. It's the floor you walk in on. My That's f- what I think too. I think that there are places. Uh, out, maybe Korea is one of these places where when you walk in, you're on the main floor, and then the floor above you is the first floor. And I got into a huge argument with somebody about this because I said it's on the uh, first shelf in the refrigerator. This is different than the floor thing, but it's similar where. Uh, what I meant was, and maybe I'm wrong here, but I I meant it's on the first shelf, which I mean it's on the bottom shelf. Oh. Uh, where they thought I meant Ooh. it's on the top shelf of the refrigerator. So for me, it would be it's on the bottom shelf. Oh. So that one's a tough one because this is nuance now that we're talking about something that Twitter would definitely not understand. <laughs> because it's not a shelf if it's the if it's the bottom, right? Because like well, I mean, it's still a shit because you got drawers be- below there, right? And they're resting. I mean, it's resting and probably like a, but that a is a shelf in the fridge. Like, the what's the definition way? of a shelf? So if there's the drawers that come out, and then above the drawer is a roof to the drawers, that's a shelf. That's like if you like look up the definition of a shelf. So yeah, that's the first shelf, and then the one above it's the second, and then oh, see, I'm saying have. that like so like the refrigerator has two big produce drawers in the bottom, and yeah. then there's a, a top to that. Yeah, and then there's a shelf, and then there's another shelf, and however many shelves, if depending on how rich you are how many shelves you have um to me the top of those two big produce bars at the bottom the top of that is the first shelf yeah okay we're then we're on the same page yeah this yeah. person i was talking to i said like get it off the first shelf and they're like i can't find it and i go look in the fridge and it's on the top shelf or it i said it was on the bottom shelf but they are on the first shelf but they were looking at only at the top shelf because they go first second right below it third below that wow this is so wild now as far as the age thing goes dude like a unit of measurement for time. You don't say the f- it's got to be the same. It's got to be standard, right? Like, like a year you haven't a year. you haven't completed a lap of the race as soon as you start your car. Yeah, you have to do the lap, and then you've completed one lap. You haven't completed any laps before that, and so the same thing with like a like a trip around the sun. So what happens is people just get bogged in culture, and that's what happened. Yeah. Well, finally, the South Koreans are ditching that, and they're going to just go to the international standard where you are born zero years old. 
because you have not been alive a year, <laughs> and then you're going to work your way up towards it and then celebrate your birthday and age on the day that you were born as a birthday suggests. So your Korean buddy who's been like one year, I mean, not that he's this old, but like one year away from retire. Oh, no! <laughs> I have to work a whole nother year. I go. I mean, they probably have a way better benefit system and like uh, things like that. So you don't have to worry about how old you are when you retire. But <laughs> there's probably some people they are like, I can almost drink. Damn it. Congratulations to Steve Aoki. I just want to wrap this up real quick. Congratulations to Steve Aoki. He is one of the people chosen to go on a trip in the new SpaceX vehicle with the Japanese billionaire who's taking eight people around the moon and somehow picked Steve Aoki as one of the passengers. And I couldn't be happier or more jealous. All right. It's time to wrap this sucker up, bring it home. It's time to figure out what do we learn this week. After all, this is a heady show. I'm actually... Brandon left this week with questions, and my big question for you is storm or poop? Which one do you want to be hit with? Uh, It's okay, both uh, are bad, sound bad. Uh, (laughs) But I think storm sound worse, less bad. So you'd rather get on? No, I think I want to get stormed. Sound worse, less bad. You want to know? Oh, uh, I get it. I didn't follow you. Yeah, you're right there. I don't remember how we got to this. I don't even know what that's from. <laughs> so I didn't learn anything. I just like remembered something. Hey, I'll take it, I guess. Right? Do you want to know what I actually learned this week? Yeah. Um, I saw uh, uh, our buddy Siege, uh, who's oh, yeah. hosted a, a few episodes of this show. Uh, great, great guy. Great follow to uh, F- Chaotic Neutral. Uh, maybe, so maybe not great guy. Neutral guy. <laughs> no, it's great guy. It's yeah, super fun. Guy. Awesome, too. awesome. Uh, he posted a meme, and it it was a it was like you know you ever seen the things? It's like how does a horse wear pants? It it does it wear it yeah across all of its legs and lower torso, or does it wear it on like its back half? Yeah. It, it was kind of like that, except how would a dolphin smoke weed? Would it be out of its blowhole or in its mouth? And I was like, you know what? I don't think that they breathe through their mouths. And so I looked it up to confirm, and it's true. Dolphins' uh, respiratory systems and their digestive systems are completely separate. So uh, where we eat and breathe out of the same hole, dolphins do it out of different holes. Oh, so wait, hold on a second. They've got a cloaca for the pee and the poops. Yeah. For the (laughs) storm. (laughs) In their poops. But they only breathe uh, out of their their blowhole. So... So, if they get if a they, golf ball stuck in there, it's game over. Yeah, yeah. Uh, like if they, like if a dolphin wanted to smoke weed, it would have to be out of its, uh, out of its blowhole. Which made me think, like the only way it's gonna, like, maybe I can't say this, do a line of cocaine is to like <laughs> flip upside down and slide on its back. Giant funnel. Just fill yeah. it up. Oh, there you go. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> My boy likes to party. <laughs> nerd talk, nerd talk, talking about nerd talk, yeah. All right, that's another Nerd Talk Plus. Thank you for joining us. You can always find this on the Odyssey app Tuesdays at 10 a.m. or download in the same spot or on the podcast provider of your choice. I'm Gregor. He's Brandon. Thanks for joining us. I have to go take care of my one, maybe two-year-old, depending on if he's in Korea. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Brandon. My wife is very mad at me. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. 
Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.